Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2381. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in McPherson, Kansas. Now, you regular listeners will know what's in that state, uh, Pacific College, which is very cool and has a big relationship to automotive restoration. I'm with a special guest by the name of Jasper Fetters. Jasper, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Yes, sir. Yes, I am. All right. We're going to have some fun today. Now, I'm going to introduce you, and we're going to dive into what you're doing with your life. But before I do, could you share one little thing that maybe people don't know about you, Jasper? I guess one little thing that maybe not too many people would know about me is that I bought a house my freshman year of college. Well, well, congratulations. Not too many people, especially these days at that age, can say they pulled that off. So I've got to ask the question, how did you pull that off? Well, my dad was very fortunate that he let me use his credit, but I have paid all the bills and he was just there to help me out, get it all started. But it has not been easy, but it is definitely a, a great step in the right direction. Well, that's amazing. Uh, very cool that your father did that. That's awesome because, uh, boy, I tell you, these days it is tough. And especially with the change in the interest rate situation has made it even more challenging for, for young people to get in their own uh, their own homes these days. But my hat's off to you. That is very, very cool. And even more so because you're also a college student, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I still have one more year of college yet. Yeah, this is incredible. Well, we're going to talk about you. We're going to talk about what you're doing and something that you just earned, which is very, very cool. But let me give you an introduction first. Jasper Fetters is one of this year's 10 inaugural recipients of the Piston Foundation's Awards for 2022. He's a 21-year-old, a soon-to-be senior at McPherson College who grew up on a farm in Sioux Center, Iowa, where he was introduced to automotive tinkering and restoration with his dad's 1998 Dodge Ram 1500 that was, well, was kind of sitting idle in the field. He decided to give it a little love. He worked at a tire shop while he was in high school. He started working on a 1970 Oldsmobile Cutlass he bought as a birthday present for himself before heading off to McPherson College. Today, he works at No coast customs installing engines working on brakes and more as he prepares for his senior year and did i tell you he's also restoring a 69 caddy and a 68 dodge charger the car hobby is in good hands i think we'll be back in just a moment but first a word from our sponsors so give them a little love and we'll be right back years ago when it was time to renew my collector car insurance policy my carrier's rates went up way up, but my usage was the same and I never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. So what's with that? So I turned to American Collectors Insurance. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? Then it's time to look around and call American Collectors Insurance. I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, I'm glad I did. I saved hundreds of dollars every year and slept better at night knowing my baby 
was properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by their history of taking great care of their clients. What could be better than that? So give them a call and ask for a quote today. 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love like I did with American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. So Jasper, I want to talk a lot more about what you're doing. And before we talk about uh, this very cool scholarship that you got from Piston Foundation, I've had people from the foundation on the show, uh, many kids and some adults. I won't call you a kid, but from my where I stand, you are kind of a kid uh, from your age. Yep, yep. Yeah, but um, I've had many adults also on the show from McPherson. But I want to go back in time a little bit first and find out where you got this passion for cars. Where did this all start? So it started with my dad's 1998 Dodge Ram 1500. It had been sitting in a field, well, not really in a field, in the back grove where it was started every once in a while to move some chickens around, you know, move some move some branches and just this and that. You know, it was really just, just a yard truck. And for some reason, when I was in high school, I decided I'm going to take it to school. Now, that might not have been the smartest idea as <laughs> school was 15, 20, 20 miles away. And, well, the truck was fairly untested at that point. And I drove it to school. And from there, it all went downhill. I loved it. And I still have that truck today. And when I got into it, I had very, very early on figured out that it needed a head gasket. It was blowing white smoke everywhere. And so I had obviously, I had learned to change a tire and whatnot from working on the farm and whatnot. But I decided to replace a head gasket. Now, Obviously, I was not very mechanically inclined at that point, but I had YouTube, and YouTube walked me through it, and I was able to replace the head gasket and drive that truck for a little while longer at that point, and it has all kind of gone downhill from there. <laughs> With not very many tools, my dad, my family is not not in the mechanic scene at all, and for some reason, I just fell in love with tearing bolts and tearing engines apart and trying to get them running again. Well, this is a pretty so. cool story, you know, just to go out there and try it. And yeah, isn't YouTube a wonderful thing? I've watched and learned how to do so many things around the house, but it is just a marvelous research tool. I mean, the things that you can learn how to do, I always joke and say, you can learn how to extract your own teeth if you really wanted to do such a thing by watching a YouTube, <laughs> YouTube video, but I, I don't uh, suggest you do that. So one of the things that brought you and I together are my friends at the Piston Foundation. And they did something this year, which was a scholarship for 10 recipients. And you were one of those recipients. So first and foremost, congratulations. 
Thank you. Tell us a little bit more about how they chose you and the other recipients to get a, a scholarship and what the scholarship means to you. So obviously I, I had to apply. I, I wrote a, a personal statement, a little bit about myself, a little bit about kind of what I'm talking to you now. I had to get two letters of recommendation and I had to take a video of myself kind of just asking for the scholarship. Mm-hmm. And I am really happy that they they accepted my application. And to me, it just, it made me feel like there was people in my corner. It made me know that there are people that, that want me to pursue an education in cars. And it was just, I just felt really honored that they would listen to my story and say, we want to help this guy out. And I just feel really honored and, and somewhat humbled that they would choose me. Well, obviously you did a good job with that. And for you listeners that aren't familiar with the Piston Foundation, it was founded back in 2021. So it's a pretty young organization by Robert Minnick. Uh, he's a car guy. He's an auto industry entrepreneur. And he was he was kind of tired of hearing about complaints of the shortage of classic car technicians out there. And he, he decided to solve the problem. So he started the Piston Foundation. And the mission is to give back to the car community, uh, preserve the trade skills of auto restoration, and create career opportunities for the next generation and what he's doing for jasper today and nine other recipients is exactly exactly that and i think it's great uh they awarded 10 this year as i said and next year they're planning on awarding 50 scholarships so that is pretty darn cool now you've been attending mcpherson college what have you been studying so i've been studying everything that goes into restoring a car as well as getting a bachelor's degree it's a bachelor of science but it makes me a real real well-rounded individual at mcpherson college i get the same thing that you'd get at any other college as well as a bachelor of science which makes me a real well well-rounded individual but the great thing about mcpherson college is that they have this auto restoration program which goes through everything that i need to know about restoring a classic car. I get to learn about building engines, going through transmissions. I get to learn about paint and bodywork. I get to learn how to put new metal in when a car doesn't have as much metal there anymore. Kind of like an old truck in a field, right? (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I get to learn about how to do upholstery and anything that you can think of on a car we're learning how to do it over there and it is fantastic. Yeah. There are a lot of great teachers over there that have a lot of knowledge and are more than willing to help help me with any questions that I have or anybody for that matter. Yeah, I think it's pretty darn cool. And I mentioned in, uh, or I learned a little bit about you in the intro that you've worked in a couple different places, a tire shop. And one of the ones I mentioned is uh, No Coast Customs. You're installing engines and, and doing more. Tell me a little bit about No Coast. I love the name. Now, I keep thinking there's something missing like North Coast or something, but yeah, it has No Coast. So what's No Coast Customs? Well, it's in Kansas, so we don't have any coasts here, so that's <laughs> yeah, why it's No that, Coast Customs. That and, makes sense. <laughs> yep. So No Coast Customs has been around for about a year now. I've kind of been on since they started, and we do just about everything. We've replaced axles. We've done engine swaps. We don't really do much of the old stuff there because, well, we're just getting off the, off the ground, and I'm kind of like the, the right-hand man to the owner. His name is Leroy Van Heusen, and I've I've done everything, and I've... Sometimes it's not very easy, but there are a lot of a uh, lot of information online that helps me do a lot of cool stuff. I mean, I've swapped in a 3.2 liter out of a 2017 Lincoln MKZ into a 2017 Ford Fusion that 
was supposed to have a two seven. I mean, something that isn't supposed to go into another cart <laughs> is now in there, and a it's big twin turbo, and it's <laughs> super fast, and yeah. oh, it's crazy. Done a lot of that type of stuff. General mechanic. This is pretty cool because it's uh, basically an internship while you're going to school. And I have all these things that you've done and what you're learning, McPherson. Has it given you a little bit more clarity on what you would like to do when you graduate? Yeah. What I would like to do when I graduate is I would I would love to open my own shop. Now, I don't think that's quite in the cards as soon as I graduate, but I would love to restore cars. I would love to at least take old cars from fields, get them back up and running again so that you could take them out or anybody could just take them out and drive them. Have a car for what it's meant to be. That's very a cool. Of transportation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I love it. Uh, I think uh, that's something probably will happen for you. I have no doubt with your uh, your dedication and hard work and everything you've done to date. You, you, when you think about what you've done so far, and you're still a young person, but no doubt you've been around some pretty inspirational people. Is there someone that stands out in your life that's been a great mentor or a great influence on what you're doing in the car world? I guess they're probably... I guess people that I've worked with, I mean, they've, they've seen what I have done and, and they, they convinced me to be better. And there's some people at the tire shop that I worked at in Iowa and they saw my skills, what I was doing with cars and whatnot. And they convinced me to go further and to do, do more and to be better, to take what I had and to do the most that I could with it. I mean, I, obviously I didn't make very much money when I was, when I was younger, so I had to do what I could with what I had. And in my 1998 Dodge Ram 1500, I had to put a couple motors in it in high school because I was young. I was dumb. I was not being very nice to that thing. And I was trying to do it cheaply. I put a motor in there, a used motor in it at one point, And that didn't last very long. I tried rebuilding one and that still didn't last very long. Cause I, I didn't know what I was doing and I was trying to do it as cheap as I could. And I mean, people just, just gave me the confidence to, okay, it didn't work. What are you going to do? Are you going to cry about it? Or are you going to gonna try it again and see what you can do? <laughs> I love it. There you go. If you were going to advise another young person, then maybe someone younger than you that wants to get into the car hobby, how would you advise them? And what kind of approach would you suggest they take? If I was to advise someone, and I've, I've had a couple young people around that that don't know everything, but they are sure trying. I'd say, okay, things are going to break and it's just going to happen, but it's all about how you tackle that. You can, you can cry about it and that's acceptable, but it's, what are you going to do about it? (laughs) This happened. You got into a car and it doesn't start. Are you going to cry about it? Beat on it a little bit because it doesn't work. Or are you going to pop the hood, find out the battery's disconnected, attach it back together and you're going to drive it and you're going to be happy. I mean, you can, you just have to be willing to, to tackle the problem instead of, yeah, absolutely. I love it. Now that's a great success quote. What are you going to do about it? (laughs) I like that. We'll add that to the, the great success quotes of guests here on cars. Yeah. When you look at your challenges in the past, what has been one of your biggest challenges, but more importantly, what did it teach you? So looking back, you kind of think, I'm kind of glad I had to go through that challenge. Okay. So I bought a 1970 Cutlass in 2018. And right before I had kind of, I'd gotten it home and I was going to high school and whatnot. And I got a ticket. It was a 300 something dollar ticket. And I couldn't afford to 
to put any work into this car. But I had time on my hands and nothing to do. And this car really only needed a carburetor at this point. But I didn't have the money for a carburetor. So what do I do? I decide I have time. I don't know when I'm going to make the money to buy a carburetor. I'm going to tear the engine apart. Now, this was the first time I had ever torn an engine apart. I did not know what I was doing. But I tore the whole thing out of it. I tore the crank out of it, the rods, the cam, and everything. And I put new bearings in it, new gaskets in it. and I got it all put back together. I had some money. I bought a carb, slapped it on there, and I was going to fire it up. So I had a battery in it, and I tried firing it up. Car spinned over super slow. So I'm like, okay, maybe my starter's shot. So I, I put a, a new starter on it. And that still spent, spun over really slow. Then I bought a, a high-torque mini starter. I put that on it. And it just, it's like, it didn't have enough juice to turn it over. So I'm like, okay, I need to put more power to it. So I hooked up a jumper pack or uh, some jumper cables to it to my pickup. And it turned over a little quicker. It just still wasn't turning over fast enough as like a regular car would. So then I hooked up. My dad had a little uh, roller box with jumper ca- with uh, cables on it, you know, start cars and whatnot and charge batteries. So I hooked that up to it. That turned over a little quicker, and then I hooked another vehicle up to it. And that finally got it to spin over quick. So I did that, and I got it running once. And it fired up, and it made a, a great big noise and whatnot. It was an old Oldsmobile 350 engine that I had put together. And it fired up. It was real late at night, and it ran. And I was elated. It was amazing. It runs. And then it kills itself, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to leave it alone, and I'm going to go to bed. It's midnight. I'm going to call it a day. So the next day I go to school and I come back and I open up the shed and there's a puddle of oil on the ground. And I find out that I have a couple holes in my oil pan. Uh Uh-oh. And at that point, I decided, well, I got to pull the engine out because obviously my very first engine rebuild did not go like it was supposed (laughs) to. And I found out that it had thrown a rod. And I was sad. There was what could I do? I had spent a few hundred dollars on trying to put it back together and getting it running, and it just didn't work. So I ended up calling around, and I I wasn't going to cry about it because, well, what can you do? You blew it up, and <laughs> I was the only one that worked on it. But I ended up finding a bigger engine, a 455 Oldsmobile motor, to throw in it at a local junkyard. And I threw that in it. And I was able to drive it. <laughs> and there is nothing that's going to take that away from me. That was so much fun. Getting in that car for the first time. Smelling. The, there's just nothing that can change the way that it smelled. I mean, getting in an old car or even getting in my truck for the very first time. That 1998 Dodge. Just the smell of what it was when you first got into it and drove it. There's just nothing that. The smell is just something that always brings me back. Yep. To what it what it was. Goes back goes back to that saying, what are you going to do about it? Well, figure out a way to fix it. <laughs> it sounds sounds yep. like you did. You know, I typically ask guests about a special vehicle story. You've shared a bunch already with a couple cars that have been special vehicles in your life. So I'm going to switch it. This is a fun one. If I could buy you any car and give it to you as a graduation gift, what would it be? 
A car that I've I've always wanted is a 1969 Chevy El Camino. Okay. It's got the look of a Chevelle in the front that just looks right. And then it's got a bed in the back. And I feel like the El Caminos and the Rancheros were really just a great car that was produced by Chevy and Ford back in the day. And I don't know why they ever got rid of them. Because it's, it's, it's not a pickup. You're not hauling heavy loads, but it's... It's just like the mullet. Business in the front, party in the back. And it's just I've never a heard car that I feel cars. like would be awesome. I've never heard those cars related to a mullet, but now I kind of get it. That's pretty funny. All right. Well, uh, you're uh, you're not a super expensive date, so that's a good thing because uh, those are still available. In fact, I was just looking at a, a, a classic.com. I think it was classics.com website, and they had a uh, – Chevy El Camino for sale. So, and I've got a friend down in San Diego that I've known since he was a kid. He drives one around. Yeah, very unique cars. Uh, kind of a fun vehicle for sure. You know, I'm a bit of a car psychologist. So, I'm going to crawl into your head, ask you a question that I'm sure nobody's ever asked you. If you were reincarnated as a vehicle, now this isn't what you want to be, Jasper, because that's way too easy. You got to kind of dig deep and look, look deep into the mirror, into the man that you are. What kind of vehicle would you be? But more importantly, why? Oh, I don't know. I feel like I would be a pickup because I want to work. I want to help people out. And, you know, if you have a pickup truck, you're going to get called and asked to pick up furniture or do whatever. You're going to you're going to be asked to help out. And that's something that I want to do. I want to help everybody that I can. And I have definitely been burned a couple times. But you know what? That doesn't matter. I, I just want to be able to help people out and I'd probably be an old beat up Chevy pickup, you know, <laughs> nice answer. easy to please. You just put, got to put gas in me and I will be good to go. I like, I it. don't know. I just, <laughs> I just want to help. Nice answer to that question. How about a great book? Is there a book that you'd like to share that you've read that you found uh, really helpful or entertaining? No, I, I'm really not, not a big book reader. I, the only thing that I guess I could I could say is more on the YouTube side, I guess. Yeah. It's not a book, but I've definitely learned a lot from YouTube and there's even Motor Trend that just watching guys do stuff with cars that maybe they shouldn't be doing, but it's a lot of fun to watch. And I learn a lot from watching that, you know, tips and tricks that I guess I wouldn't have known unless I had watched somebody else do it. As I said before, YouTube is uh, what a great resource that people have these days. So here's another fun idea. When you graduate next year, how about if I send you on what I call the ultimate drive? And here's how it goes. I'm going to give you any vehicle in the world. You can take it on a trip anywhere in the world. But here's the fun part. You could take anybody you'd like with you, even somebody that's no longer with us, somebody from the past. It opens up a world of opportunity. What does an ultimate drive look like for a young man like you? Oh, any car in the well, world. I'd probably want to take my grandma. Now, my grandma has always, she's seen seen me grow up and has sent me many vehicles on what she used to have. You know, she used to have an old Chevelle and an old Oldsmobile 442. And so I'd take my grandmother and I'd probably want to find her old Oldsmobile 442 and just go on a drive with her and my grandpa because... My grandpa's no longer with us. If I could go on the ultimate drive, I'd want to go with them and just go on a road trip around the country so they can show me their history, where they grew up, 
and all that. Just have a good old time with them. That would be great. Awesome. Well, you've taken us on a pretty cool ride today, and I think those listeners out there are resting assured that the future of the car hobby is going to be in great hands. Before I let you go, could you share maybe some words of inspiration or wisdom that uh, might help somebody listening uh, to the show out there today? Grab your wrenches and get dirty. Mm -hmm. A shower will take it off. You might have some grease in your fingernails. I guarantee you that will only come out with a week or two of not working on cars. But what's the worst is going to happen? You're going to get dirty and you're going to break something? That's right. There's probably, depending on what you're working on, another one for 500 bucks somewhere else. I mean, don't be afraid. It can all be fixed, and there's always smarter people out there that know what they're doing, and they're, they're pretty much always willing to help as long as you ask. If you don't ask, you never know. But just ask and just do. You bet. Grab your wrench and get dirty. Uh, how can people follow along with you, Jasper? I post a little bit on Facebook. My name's Jasper Fetters, but I guess I I kind of keep to myself a little bit and help people that are close to me. I, I've never really thought about having a big following, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, eventually, when you start that business of yours, you can uh, you can start your own website there. But what I'll do for you listeners is I'll, I'll put a link to Jasper's uh, Facebook page and also put a link to McPherson College because uh, if you don't know about McPherson, uh, certainly worth learning about, especially if you know somebody young that would like to work and, and get a degree in automotive respira- uh, restoration. And I'll also put a link to the Piston Foundation, pistonfoundation.org, so you can go learn a lot more about what they're doing and how they're helping. And if you want to help them out there's some ways to do that as well but mostly jasper i want to say congratulations on uh, all your achievements at a very young age and for earning a scholarship that is very very cool until you and i talk again my friend i'll see you down the road thank you i i really appreciate talking with you it has been a lot of fun and I hope that we can talk again sometime. Absolutely. I also want to do a shout out to uh, Judy Stropus. Uh, she's the one that connected me with Jasper today. Judy brings a lot of really cool guests to the show. I think she knows everybody. She'd be a good one to have in your uh, your network and your contacts, Jasper, because Judy has been around and knows everybody in the industry. So, Judy, thank you very much. Judy has been an absolutely amazing person. I The blog post that I had with her, she's a lot of fun to talk to. I tell you, she knows incredible number of people. She has been in the automotive industry forever. Uh, Super talented lady, super professional lady. So uh, once again, Judy, hit it out of the ballpark. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!